Private Lender Podcast, Episode 55. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Aristotle, who said, Dignity does not consist in possessing honors, but in deserving them. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Welcome, everybody, to the Private Lender Podcast, the only show that I'm aware of that is dedicated to providing education and real-world case studies involving the most passive form of real estate investing, private mortgage lending. My name is Keith Baker, and this is episode number 55, and thank you for joining me today. I'm on a mission to bring together investors just like you and myself in order to create an alternative economy where we can confidently invest and build wealth with old-world pragmatism and without banks or Wall Street. The topic for today's show is the reasons you should use a note servicing company to accept payments on your loans. But before we get any further into this episode, I'd like to take a minute and thank our sponsor. This episode of the Private Lender Podcast is proudly sponsored by CountyTaxSaleApp.org. With CountyTaxSaleApp.org, you get a very powerful lead generation tool in the palm of your hand on your laptop, desktop, or any device you choose. Get real-time alerts for between 300 and 600 properties every month that are coming up for the foreclosure auction in Harris County, Texas, the third largest county in the United States. With this intuitive design and interface, the County Tax Sale app lets you search all properties with highly motivated sellers that are coming up for foreclosure auction. Simply search the map and click on a property to learn important details about that property, such as the address, owner's contact info, minimum bid, and a street view photo. You can save properties to your favorites and contact the sellers directly and receive email and text alerts if one of your favorite properties is redeemed or canceled prior to the auction. You can even listen to Sammy Gupta on episode 28 of this podcast as he discusses all the powerful features and benefits of CountyTaxSaleApp.org. For more information, go to the Private Lender Podcast sponsor page, the show notes page for this episode, or to CountyTaxSaleApp.org. That's CountyTaxSaleApp.org. Please go check out the CountyTaxSalesApp.org as they've added new features like being able to download the complete foreclosure list in Excel formats, including homeowner information, contact info, and they've added advanced filtering options so that when you search, you can drill down on things like the living area of the house, the square footage of the the land area, and the bid value, and um, and so much more. So please go visit CountyTaxSalesApp.org and start your free trial today. So back to the topic of today's episode on note servicing and is it, why do I recommend note servicing? Well, it just, it makes life easier, plain and simple. And I, I jumped this episode in ahead of uh, the schedule because I got the idea when I recently had to sit down and every year in January, I take all the interest, go to the uh, my accounts and figure out the payments. Because if I don't, or this is if with on the, note, the notes that I don't have note servicing. So I look at how much each borrower has paid and I issue a 1098. It's sort of like a 1099 INT 
for tax purposes, but it's a 1098 is for any loans or mortgages that are secured by real estate. And I just type in how much interest I received from that borrower, kick it out. There's lots of different online services you can use to generate uh, these things. But I was I was doing this and it struck me uh, that these are older older loans that I uh, I never set up note servicing because they're, they're old and in the in the beginning I wanted to be in the process I wanted to do everything and learn so I did all my own note servicing I'd get a and this is why I like interest only loans because you, you just have to worry about the interest payment you don't have to worry about how much of the principal has been paid down so it's got me thinking like why am I doing this oh yeah because I wanted to get my hands dirty and you know do it myself, but I don't do that anymore because you can get a note servicing company to do it for you. And it helps keep this type of investing in the passive arena. Someone else takes care of all this administration and paperwork for you. And the best part is you just tack it on to the monthly note payment, that amount. So you just pass the fee on to your borrower. So why not use a note servicing company? Now, having said that, you still have to verify that everything's getting done. But believe me, checking up on your note servicing company is a lot easier than servicing the note yourself. So why not pass that, that, that expense on to your borrower and make your life easier? But some of the, uh, the services that uh, they offer, and you'll have to check with the, I'm not going to recommend any particular note servicing companies. You can just Google search wherever you are, um, and they'll give you a list of probably some in your area or so there are also some national firms that, that do this. So just quick Google search. But in essence, what they, uh, the note servicing company does is they collect the payments. The borrower sends the payments to the note servicing company. They distribute the payments to the principal interest taxes and insurance. If you, if you have escrow, then they take that money and put it aside. They'll make the payments to the taxing authorities to the insurance companies and so on. They also deposit the money into your account. So they'll take their fee out of the payment from your borrower and then they'll put the rest of that money, they'll wire it or sometimes it's a check but they or ACH but they put it into your account and they give you a statement uh, at the end of the month if if you choose. A lot of companies will give you a statement so it's easy to to see who's paying, who's not. What are they paying and, and how, how is this note getting paid down? If, if, if it's interest only, just make sure that the interest comes in every month and you're pretty much golden after that. But they'll give you the accounting records. I said they give you statements and they also they'll provide the, the coupons, the payment coupons to the uh, borrower. And they, in my case, a lot of my investing is done or my loan loans are coming out of my uh, self-directed IRA. So I, they, put the, the, the money into my my Quest IRA account, which is nice, and I just go online. I usually get an email from Quest, and bam, there it is. And that's about as all the time I spend on it on a monthly basis. But some of the, 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 the real big thing for me is they, they will prepare the amortization schedule. And, you know, so let's say your borrower pays a little more. They, they take care of all that. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to buy, have the software. They'll do all that. And they report, and biggest for me is they report the mortgage interest to the IRS. They fill out the 1098 for you. Whereas I had to spend $4.50, which is not a whole lot to, to do it myself. 
it's more the time than it is the the the, you know, the money expense. But in some cases, I have notes that are funded with three different IRA accounts, and while not every account may have gained six hundred dollars in interest. Uh, I look at it as, as the duty as a lender to, to give that borrower. I, I had a 1098 for $45 because one of my accounts got just a little bit of, had a little sliver of a, of a percentage. But I went ahead and spent the 450, 10% of what I made, uh, just to give that borrower the 1098. That way they can get it off of their tax. They can take it, you know, deduct it off their taxes as, as a business expense that it, that it is. And another thing they track is the, the, to make sure the payments are being made on time. And, you can have them generate late notices, demand letters, default notices. Uh, actually, well, the default notice you probably want your attorney to do, but they can they can start the process. They can start sending the mail saying, "Hey, you owe money." And there's a, and since they're a third party, the, the they can just you know hand over their file to the attorney, and or you can use their attorney. They oftentimes have attorneys they use, but I use my own. But they'll turn it over to the attorney so that they have you know, a, a complete history of the, of, of the loan, the payments that have been made, what's late, what's behind, you know, add, uh, add up all the late fees, et cetera, et cetera, what is owed so that the attorney, when he files suit, has all that information. And it's just much easier for the note servicing company to give it to them than for you to dig it up and uh, you know, provide it to the attorney. Ask me how I know. <laughs> so... Um, that is why you all should, I think, everyone should use a note servicing company. Now, the cost, you know, depending on where who you use, what level of service you get, you know, it's it's like anything these days. Uh, it's not just going into a you know buying a widget. It's you know we offer this, this one offers that, et cetera, et cetera. This this comes with basic service. Uh, but if you want a default letter, you know, that's going to be $15 or five bucks or whatever, 25, so on and so forth. But as I said earlier, you know, the, the cost goes, you just pass it on to the borrower and you'll find, you know, do you, like I said, do you Google search on loan note servicing companies, also called escrow companies. Sometimes try those two uh, keywords to see what comes up. But, you know, I've paid as little as uh, I want to say it's $12 a month for just basic services and then the, everything else was a la carte that was tacked on extra. So if you wanted a copy of the amortization schedule, that was eight bucks. If you wanted to get a letter kicked out that says, Hey, you know, we're going to accelerate or, uh, you know, you're, you're falling behind on your, your obligations, another couple of bucks. And, it, and all these are form letters that just put your information, the, the loan information, the borrow information, and it kicks out, but still they do it for you. You don't have to worry about it. And I like done for you services. That's really cool. At least from my perspective of, of being a lender. So, you know, 12 to 15 bucks a month, I think, cause I think that company's gone up now. I, I know some other companies charge 25 and $35. Again, you have to look at what services are going to be offered as, you know, part of that monthly, uh, because I think, yes, you want your borrower to pay for it and to make your life easier, but at the same time, be a good lender. Make sure that your borrower is going to, you know, gets what they get, get what they pay for. And, you know, cause 35 bucks a month, that's, that's getting up there. Now that's not the, that's not the most expensive. There are companies that charge 50 and, a, and above, but they will report to the credit bureaus. So if you have a borrower who's and a lot of real estate investors have pretty, they can't get credit because they, they have too many loans out. But if you have a borrower that needs some credit repair, that can help. It's expensive. 
but they will report so that you get that that borrower will get every month it'll show yep they're making their payments they're they're taking care of their obligations they're paying as agreed so i like to put things in the 15 to 20 dollars a month just tell your borrower look you're going to pay for it that's going to be it's a non-negotiable and if they balk on it then say well to me i would say it's a non-negotiable because it makes life so much easier and also if I like to look, you know, um, my day job's in the uh, insurance business and risk. So I tend to look at everything with, uh, at least I hope to, uh, I hope to look at everything with kind of worst case scenario lenses. And if you ever want or need to sell a note that you have, that you've created, then the fact that a third party has been servicing the note and taking care of all of that is so much more attractive in the eyes of a prospective note buyer. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people say they went to buy, like, say, small apartment complexes or notes. They were going to buy some notes, but the seller or the original note holder did all of the accounting themselves. They did the servicing themselves or did the rent rolls in the case of the seller. And let's just say that they weren't 100% truthful. So when a third party does it, they're paid. It's their business. It's their job. And they provide the, the history of that loan. It goes a lot further and helps the due diligence process of that prospective note buyer. So while selling at you know selling a note at a discount should be your absolute last option, it is a valid exit strategy that should be in your investing toolkit. I mean that's my opinion. So that's pretty much going to wrap it up. That's uh, note servicing and why you need a note servicer on your team at least one. Some note servicers will not do wraparound mortgages. So if you're selling, for example, if you loan to a real estate investor who purchases purchases the house with your money, you get the first position lien, but then offer seller financing to someone who can't get credit. Some note servicing companies won't do that. It gets too complicated. They want you know one person, one note, because otherwise it they will charge more for those types of of loans as well. So you need to do a little bit of research on that. Make sure that they they will do a wrap or wrap around or they offer the the seller financing portion of it. But you can find that on the FAQs, on the websites, or just pick up the phone, you know, do it old school. Pick up the phone, call them, see what's going on. So, alrighty, I'd like to thank you for listening to me ramble today. And the only price I ask for listening to the Private Lender Podcast, is that you please leave a rating review over on iTunes, preferred, or whatever platform you're using to listen to. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And please help spread the word. Connect with me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, BiggerPockets, or of course at privatelenderpodcast.com. And finally, please go over to the privatelenderacademy.com and sign up to get on the waiting list and be the first to learn how to get access. I'm no longer looking for uh, beta testers. I've had a lot of people uh, volunteer, so thank you so much for that. But stay tuned. It's going to take me a lot longer to get that thing off the ground than I ever had envisioned, and I thought it was going to happen in, in January uh, when this episode airs. It's not. Um, I, I'm going to be slow and deliberate and intentional and make sure that I, I can produce a, a, a good product before I start asking people for money. So please bear with me. I am working on it as I'm available uh, in my spare time. (laughs) So please, please, please be patient. Okay. Thank you for listening. And I want to wish everyone happy, 
safe and prosperous private lending. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time. And the only thing else I got to say is...